Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Committed to standing out from the crowd? Jump into your next Mini at Berwick Mini Garage. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Three minutes past three. Great to have you with us this Monday afternoon. Everybody, welcome to the run home. Great to be here. Thanks to the pipe. Hopefully, everybody had a great weekend. It's always a great Monday when you get to spare some time with, spend some time with the great Andrew Gaze. Good afternoon, Andy. Who be here. Um, yes, happy to be here. Although I come in today, just, I've never been more frustrated uh, in my sport uh, watching the NBA All-Star game. Well, it's it was, a po- is it a pox? Is it a pox? No, it's, it's the greatest pox I think we've had all month, and uh, in a long time. And, and people will look at this and they'll see two, the East winning the contest, two hundred and eleven to one hundred and eighty-six. So the two hundred and eleven points. Two hundred and eleven points to one hundred and eighty-six. It was putrid. <laughs> and uh, sure, you saw some flashy guys running the basket and dunking it, but you. You watch the dunk contest then. It is an indictment on the, the, the game, and it's an indictment on the concept. The concept, it may have been something that was worthwhile in a, another time, mm. but right now it is, it is hard to watch. Um, Any, anyone with a, a yeah. modicum, not even a lot, just a smidge of competitive instinct, instinct, would be disgusted in what they saw. Uh, unless they, well, I wonder whether people agree with you. You know what happens on a Monday here. Uh, Rocks Pox, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can send through your temper texts, 0433981116, as we whip our way through what's been another big weekend. People might agree with you, Keithy. And oh, they it's been hard jump. to watch, Andy, because well, I, I flicked it on and it was just... Uh, you just hope, and I, I, I lost all interest even in with some of the so athletics. why do we do it? What, what's it for? What's the well, point these days? It used to be a fun way to highlight the talents of the NBA. I, I think it's still worthwhile as honouring those that have performed to a level that they become NBA All-Stars. Yep. I have no problem with the recognition, yep. but don't play the game anymore. Yep. Do something else. That, that, that to me, is, an, is um, an indictment. Unless you're playing for... East or West home court advantage through the playoffs or whatever it might be, unless there's something on the line, mm. uh, what's the point of exhibition sport full stop? I mean, so I saw a game, I watched mm. a bit of the Melbourne-Richmond game from Casey on Sunday morning on the tally the other day. 
Now, it's a pre-season game. It's a trial game as players are gearing up. Oh, there's a point to, to it. And for, for several players, there's mm. a real reason to perform in that game, as as we've seen. And uh, McKelty Lefu is going to join us on the show later on. A fantastic story on the SSP list for Richmond. He was playing for his football future, survival in this league, or a chance to get a crack mm. in this league. So, so there's that. For these blokes, the only thing to avoid is getting injured. Well, that is, and so they all are on the same page. No one's laying any pressure on anybody. So I've never, un- and we've had this conversation from time to time. We get teams mm. come out here to Australia in their off season. Oh, I think that's different, though. Uh, that is different. It's, mar- to this. it's marginal for me. Yeah, it's maybe. only marginal. It's May- ex- exhibition sport is. I don't know the point of it, other than I can understand the one thing I can understand about international football teams and mm. but like the, the the Americans coming out pre Olympics that's yep. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you got a team like Liverpool coming out or, yep. or whoever, that gives their supporters around Man United yep. their supporters around the world a chance to see them in the flesh. So, so I can understand there's that that appeal. But but this stuff today, oh, they're making a mockery of it, and and it's a game that if you actually went to the game. If you had watched the warm-ups, the layup line, you would have seen just as much or even better than what you saw in the game. Yeah, right. Because they're out there warming up, yeah, doing right. their, putting on their show and hearing the oohs and ahs, mm. I'm sure. And his Steph will do some crazy things, shoot one from here. I mean, one time he pulled up, it's it's midway through the second, he's pulling up from the centre line. Yeah. Now, he missed the shot, and I guess if it goes, you go, ooh. But honestly... I'd rather go watch the Harlem Globetrotters because at least they'll give you a laugh. And the shot that he made against Phoenix the other day with 0.7 left was the Phoenix. Or you, uh, yeah, no, Phoenix. Phoenix, 0.7 left mm. on the clock. That's infinitely better than anything he's going to do in this game because it, 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 it mattered. It it's, means something. It's sad. But, Andy, before so, we – yeah, good on you. No, but, it's, it's terrible. Uh, but, Andy, uh, I need to get the breakdown because you had the very fine pleasure. And to this, even as I sit here today, I do not how you got – the invitation. No, we'll get to we'll get to that. Me. We'll get to no, that. No, no, no. It's the number one story. Oh, I understand, but a few people have jumped on the line and want to have a chat. So before we get oh, too okay. far away from your uh, your all star, well, Andy's g- going to tell us all no, about Tay Tay. I've got a massive rocks uh, regarding Tay Tay. I rock uh, it very, as well. Very close to your family. In fact, it's oh, I- you. intimately regarding your okay. family. Uh, Tommy Morris, by the way, has put out the tweet uh, exclusive North Melbourne's Terrence Tar- Taron Thomas it's not exclusive. Well, Tom Morris had the exclusive. Well, it's it's an AFL suspension, isn't it? I'm Does sure it, they tell everyone. Well, no, I don't think there's absolute confirmation. Whereas we go to air, there was no uh, formal confirmation that that had actually is actually the case. So, oh, Tom, well, that is an it exclusive. Ha- it hasn't been confirmed yet. So, Tom Morris. Oh, has. okay, I get it. I he thought has it was exclusive. Announced? No, no, no. Oh, okay, it hasn't my been bad. formally well done, announced. Tom. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, the 18 week suspension from the AFL after the integrity uh, units conversations with with Thomas and his people and North. So. We're waiting for absolute confirmation uh, okay. of that story, but but Tom uh, has gone with the um, with the social media post that it's going to be an eighteen week suspension, a year left on the Tarrant Thomas contract. And North Melbourne uh, brings into questions a whole lot of mm. things as to um, what North Melbourne can do with that contract if, in fact, the eighteen weeks is fact. Uh, we'll wait and see rather than speculate about yes. all of that stuff. Brad's in Blackburn. Um, has jumped on the line and wants to have a chat about your comments regarding uh, the All-Star game. Fire away, Bradley. Getting a lot of support. How are you, Gazy? Right Mate, I, yeah, I'm good. a big Boston fan, and I'd be mortified if they, these guys found an All-Star game that didn't matter. Mm. And like Jason Tatum going up 
and rolling his ankle and, and then come out for the season and cost us a banner, or, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather him just go out and have some fun, shoot some hoops, you know, put a bit of exhibition, because it doesn't matter. If they want to matter, put the money up and make sure it, it means something and give back to the clubs, because otherwise, mm. you know, I'd be mortified if these guys were injured because of it. No, like if someone did their knee or an ankle yeah. and we're out for the season, then it cost a team. It'd be just horrific. Horrific, totally horrific, Brad. Let's get to Julian in Burwood before you respond, Gazy. Uh, far away, Jules. Yeah, um, I honestly turned off at half time today. It's, yeah. it's not interesting at all. And similar, to Brad said. I think the real issue is there's there's nothing in it for the players. I mean, they're making their millions of dollars a year, and getting injured isn't going to help them at all. But it's the same thing with the slam dunk contest. You're not seeing the best dunkers because they it, it, there's no incentive for them. I mean, they're getting a sponsorship. The worst thing that can happen for them is that they lose, mm. and then their you know their stocks go down. But it, it's almost going the same way as the state. Uh, yeah, you know the, what we have here in Australia. I mean, we don't have the big V anymore because clubs don't want their players getting injured. Mm. And it's put people in there. I'd even put like you know you are. Uh, those people who are struggling to keep their spot on the team, put them in there and let them go hell for leather and show off what they can actually do. Well, well, like I said, though, uh, Julian, I think it is good recognition for performances throughout the course of the season. So to be named an All-Star, and it actually has impact on your next contract. Hmm. So if you're in the NBA All-Star, you have a max contract. But if you're an NBA All-Star, you can actually then get a super max contract, hmm. which can mean a lot of money. So actually being... Uh, Earning named. a place yeah, named yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. But to, the way in which they, they played the game, and in contrast to your point, I think, Julian, was the fact that um, the, the dunk contest, yeah, it sort of waned a little bit, but sometimes the best dunker is not necessarily in the game. Mac McClug won it for the second time, and the dunk over Shaq was very, very special. It was, it was great. Now, I think he's in the G League. So he's sort of part of the NBA fraternity, but hasn't been a, a major figure, but it was still something spectacular. Mm. The three-point shootout, fantastic. I enjoy it because you're seeing talent and their talent trying to execute their skills. Yeah, that's the, different. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and yeah. then I think the, the whole winner and a big rocks for the entire NBA uh, All-Star weekend was Steph Curry going up against uh, Sabrina uh, Ionescu. Who is plays for the Liberty in for New York? Yep, yep. And she's a lights out shooter, and even that came with a bit of controversy. A little bit of controversy, which is which is hard to believe. Well, the controversy was, and Steph Curry ended up winning it twenty nine to twenty six. And what they do is in the WNBA they use a smaller ball, a yeah, size six, same as the in, AFLW. Yeah, and in the NBA they use a size seven. Hmm. So they're shooting it, and and Kenny Smith. Uh, when he was doing the commentary, said that he that that um, Sabrina should have been shooting from the the, w, the WNBA three point WNBA line, line, which is a bit closer, which is a little bit closer, yeah, and it's only it would be an inch, right? Maybe an inch or two. Well, he it's, got eviscerated as misogynistic yeah. and just saying. Now, to me, the mere fact that you're still allowing her to use the size, as Reggie Miller said during hmm. the broadcast, well, hang on, you're letting her use the size. Seven, mm. uh, excuse me, yeah, size the, the, six. Yeah, the size. So you're board. already yeah, making yeah, yeah. that difference. Yeah, so yeah. why wouldn't you let her shoot? Now, it's the, the, the point of it, though, is that she didn't need to because <laughs> her shooting was fantastic. Her shooting yeah. at 26 was 
as good as yeah. the the actual three point shootout, which Damien Lillard I think won with twenty with a score of twenty six, if my memory serves me correct. So and she did an unbelievable job, and it was a fantastic addition to it. So maybe this weekend it's got to be a ceremonial thing. Here's your, your all stars, and then we just have these yeah. these well, little we exercises. Pick, we pick an all Australian team in the AFL. They never get to play, mm-hmm. but the all Australian team still counts for plenty, and still counts for. You know, I'm sure for additional bits and pieces on players' contracts and mm. uh, and the whole box, and I don't have to play a game of footy. So just pick. That's right. Just pick it, and away we go. I think so. Uh, the misogyny part of that is ridiculous. If he's not being condescending, which I don't think he was, no, he was not. At, not at all. He was trying to be well. Fair. Let's make it fair. He was trying to be fair. <laughs> That's right. So the fact that he's been ripped apart by some sections of the commentary is mm. a is a pox. Yeah. Because there was nothing. Are misogynistic about it. Oh, at no, all. I couldn't oh, quite oh, understand it. Was it was stupid. Maybe um, I'm a too old, one of those old. No, no, but no, I'm no. pretty. You know, pretty... I've been accused of being really sort of on the other side of things. You're so, woke. Woke, in yeah, fact. Yeah, that's you are. Captain but I woke. saw nothing. I didn't. And I don't think my daughters who were watching it took offence to that. Well, speaking that, that of your, conversation. Speaking of your daughters, <clears throat> my lead rocks today. Right. We want to hear from you. One three hundred seven three six. 736, rocks or pox from another huge weekend in the world and, and the world of sport. What's going on? Courtney Gaze, your oldest ah, daughter. Yes. yes, that's correct. Uh, she is beyond the due date of uh, her first child. Yes, well, so, today. So you and Melinda are about to become grandparents. That is correct. So that's a massive rocks as well. Uh, excuse me. It's not there yet. She's on. She's really, really at a point where... Oh. There you go. You're back yeah, on. Yeah, my cough buttons got stuck. Oh. Uh, she went to Taylor Swift on Saturday night? Yes. Uh, fully no, last night. Last night. Last Sunday night. night. Sunday night. So even yes. closer to the Dubai day. That's correct. Uh, stood up, mm. did the thing Danced. with the sisters, loved every minute, three and a half hours of Tay-Tay, and your daughter uh, just was there uh, bopping tears. along, sm- balling their eyes out. Balling their eyes out, oh, just so with happiness. they weren't the only ones. I saw some... I saw some alpha males mm. on Saturday night where I was uh, highly emotional uh, and invested in the Taylor Swift phenomenon. So a major, mm. a major, wow. a major rocks to Courtney Gaze. Yeah, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. And well, I'm sure right now she's not listening to us. No. She's probably deep breathing That's and, right. uh, you know, just dealing with the realities Waiting of for, uh, being a life, mother. life to change well, in, in a, a profe- very radical way. In a profound way. And whether the child is a boy or a girl, is there any chance it'll be called Taylor? Wow. Well, Wouldn't she, that she be hasn't told us what. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, Taylor is a, one of those names that sits with a no, boy. No, that's or a true. Girl. Well, I, I would Taylor Gaze. I'm not opposed to that at all. Taylor Gaze? No. Is she a Gaze? Uh, she hasn't taken the. I think it's hyphenated. Oh. Mm, probably should know that, shouldn't you? Yeah, probably should know that, yeah. She's no, I think it's hyphenated. Yeah, you should know that. Mm. I mean, you have been accused of being a part time parent <laughs> from time to time, no, and this would probably. You're the one that said it. This would probably feed oh, no into. No one's ever accused This me would of that feed ex- into that narrative that you don't except- even know the name of your daughter. No, I d- what do you mean? You don't even know the name of your goddamn daughter. You don't know whether it's Gaze or a hyphen or whether she's taken the name <laughs> of her husband. Yeah. No, she has taken it. No, she's definitely taken well, the what name. What is it then? Or, <laughs> no, but I don't know whether she's kept the case or not. He can't That's even remember good... his name. No, I, I don't. Am I allowed to say it? Well, it's a well, surname. Persons. Well, there you go. Person. Uh, persons. Persons. Guys. Guys. Persons. Yeah, but but I don't know if it's hyphenated. Well, I don't know either. Mm. But anyway, well done to her for uh, not letting uh, the impending birth of a child and the physical challenges that, that presents. Uh, challenges that you and I oh, will never can I, understand. Can I tell you this? Uh, I'm outstanding more, stuff, Courtney. Well I'm done. more nervous now than I was when. Melinda was getting ready to give birth for Courtney. 
I, I am, Andy. I've got greater. I just, just, just want everything to be okay. Well, of and course, to, it'll to be okay. see your kids and what they have to go through, what yes. she's going to have to go through. Yes, it's it's. It's concerning, Andy. Oh, well, well, it's a beautiful moment, Gazy. You well, just want is. everything to go right. But McKelty Lefu going to join us on the show. The latest crazy. Tiger, Steve Montagetti's going to join us. Uh, hopefully going to catch up with Will Sutherland. It looks like Rain's going to thwart uh, Victoria's attempts at securing an outright victory against New South Wales. I've got him absolutely on the ropes. But Sammy Edmonds going to join, in, join us after the break to bring us up to the latest on the Tarrant Thomas front. We're here for Berwick BMW, committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini Garage and Ace Gutters, Australian made built to last, uh, as we said, Sam Edmund to join us next. Uh, it's 24 minutes past three. Andy. Sam Edmund just sorting himself out here, about to join us. Yes, he is. And uh, I did get, uh, it is Gay's person. <laughs> it is hyphenated, Courtney Gay's person. Nice. So uh, some... I wasn't sure if it was person's, person Gay's. Nice. Well, there seemed to be some speculation as to whether he actually Gay's knew. Gay's person. The, the... No, I knew the actual surname that you no, do runs the, with these days. No, I had, no. The, I had the surname okay. Any it's news just, on Bub yet or not? not Still yet. waiting. Right. I'm on, I'm on alert. So well, we're all on alert too after Tom Morris's tweet uh, at 2.48 this afternoon about Tarrant Thomas receiving an 18-week suspension from the AFL. Sam Edmund is our man in the studio. Uh, where are we at with this, Samuel? Good question, Andy. Uh, good afternoon to you. Hello, Captain. Great to be with you both. Thank first you, Seth. And absolutely, and what a joy to see you! It is mm. a joy. We've For been the first time to, this year. Yeah, we've been listening to you right across the summer in every slot. Just as an aside, when mm. does Monday matter again? Uh, first week of the the week before. I'm going to no, make an zero edit round. To, zero yeah, round. The, the leading into zero round. No, no, no. Thought. The first week after. No, no. Zero I round. think we have a we have predictions. Okay. A week of Monday matters predictions on the season. Okay. A preliminary strike. I like the sound of that. Anyway, we'll straighten up a tad <laughs> because Tom Morris, Channel 9, the tweet that landed a few moments ago was large. Taron Thomas has received an 18-week suspension from the AFL. Now, my old colleague here at SEN, Tommy, one of the best, may very well be right, of course, and we would expect him to be. Yep. We can only present the facts to you as we understand them here, guys. So an AFL spokesman told me moments ago, the investigation is ongoing. North Melbourne have just told me the investigation is ongoing and they've been told nothing. And the Tarrant Thomas camp say the investigation is ongoing and they've oh. been given nothing. So, look, the 18 weeks might turn out to be completely correct. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, all the key stakeholders in and around this are maintaining the position that Jeez. nothing has been decided, at least nothing has been formally decided. Certainly nothing has been communicated to Tarrant Thomas or his club at the moment, North Melbourne. He stands accused of repeat behaviour. We know that via text messaging and the like to, to women. Uh, he's had a contract at the end of 2024. He's been stood down twice by North Melbourne last year amid those behavioural concerns towards women. He has been issued with an endless line of education mm -hmm. programs by the football club that when they have been un, unsatisfied with his level of commitment to those programs, they've suspended him and put him aside yep. and then it's brought him back. To so yep. It hasn't been a, a lip service or a box-ticking exercise by North Melbourne. Oh, brought, so hang on. just So, so the charges he's facing... Occurred post that yes. education that he's yeah, yes. gone through. Yes. The, these most recent allegations relate to the turn of the new year um, when new allegations were made and put in front of the AFL Integrity Unit. And he was down at AFL House, you'll remember, for a two-hour meeting with Integrity mm. Unit officials at the AFL. So in many ways, given he's out of contract this year, maybe it doesn't matter if it's 18 weeks, 14 weeks, mm. or six weeks, mm. the chances of him, if he is found guilty of this being another in a long line of indiscretions and uh, and serious allegations, of him playing on would be slim to none. 
I would have thought. I don't think that's a great shock to say that. So maybe it doesn't matter whether it's 18 weeks or eight weeks or whatever. But we all believe, and like any footy journal I've been calling people today, is that it's imminent. A suspension of sorts will be imminent. There won't be a fine. There'll be he'll be he'll come under the banner of bringing the game into disrepute or mm. words to that effect. Do we know what the allegations specifically were? No. Like we know previously there was the. I know they're of a text messaging nature, right? Uh, via a communications device, a phone, or well, that's or what happened the first time around. Uh, yes, there was. Yes, yes. They were downgraded, weren't they? They found a charge of threatening to distribute an, an image, image. image. Yep. but they replaced that with one of using a carriage service to harass. Now that was the middle of last, so it was a downgrading of the initial sort of yep. allegation, if you like. Um, but it's the continued nature of it and the further detail that's come to light. And new complainants coming forward. So yeah. he was put through yeah. the Respect and Responsibility edu- Education Program. He spent time in the VFL, of course. He's been uh, banned from training in North Melbourne now for several weeks. Mm. More recently, wasn't in any of North Melbourne's broadcast promo shoots or team photo shoots. So clearly his future is well and truly at the crossroads. That might be an understatement. But in terms of the... The big news from Tom Morris, which, as I say, we, we fully expect to be correct. At the moment, we can only tell you that all the relevant parties involved in this are saying that the investigation is ongoing. So you've had your share of uh, exclusives, you know, over the years, mm. um, and, and so has Tommy, for that matter. How he gets this is one of the questions I'm fascinated by, and we may never know. And it'll be he'll protect his sources, and but it, it, you, you've spoken to all the key players in this. Uh, within the last 10 minutes, and they're all saying the same thing to you. So someone's furnished Tom with with mm. other information that he's prepared to back and go with, which, we're, as you say, we're all expecting to be confirmed before we're finished here today, you would expect. Indeed. That had come out. So well done. If you hear anything, let us know. Thanks for having me, guys. Right, let's go to the news. I'm completely going to be on my own on this, Bucks. Uh, Are you? Yep, and I'm happy to be on an Pull island up your socks, then. on my own, but... Pull up your socks to the West Coast Eagles, who turned up to their internal trial all wearing the most ridiculous outfits you have ever seen. So it's a takeoff of the NBA. It's a bit of fun. It's lighthearted. I get it. But there were players with overalls with nothing on underneath. There was players dressed as superheroes. There were suits with beanies. There were Hawaiian shirts. It was ridiculous. And for a club that has won five games in the last two years, I want a bit more professionalism and an attitude that speaks to that. It's not Mad Monday. It's the first day of your season, and we don't need you dressing up like superheroes and being photographed and plastered all over social media. Let's get serious. So there's oh Cornsy and, uh, and Barks, and it's always worth listening to, and it's magnificent, and you know, there'll be more Cornsy. With the return of G Healy tonight, Am I, uh, did I read that right? Jetta is back tonight with Cornsy, so right. a lot to look forward to, um, uh, Sports I, Day after us. Andy, I quickly, uh, yeah, I know it's big, rocks and pox. Yeah, I'm good. putting that into the pox, oh. but but a gentle pox, because oh, I don't yeah. want any pushback. You don't want Cornsy coming. No, <laughs> no, but I think he conceded himself that he he knew that he was going to be Running solo, I think, on a comment like that. Oh, I, I get his – I can understand the logic behind it, but the practical application of it is not – Well, explain yourself. What do you mean? Well, I can understand him if you see footballers are getting paid a lot of money, dressing up, uh-huh. and you, you think, well, hang on, I want you to focus. You've been no good, uh-huh. so just focus. But in order to get the best result – 
sometimes these types of activities are very helpful, are very helpful yes, yes. in lightening the load, yes. creating an atmosphere, all those different variables that come into play. Yeah. And I don't see that the negatives which Cornsy is focusing on <laughs> is necessarily going to be the reality. Now, if he's talking about – and actually, I don't even think the perception of it looks that bad. <laughs> Okay, maybe he thinks the perception of it looks bad. I don't think that myself. But no, no. I don't. Um, no, but I no. do understand how he's rationalised it. But I don't. I don't agree. And I think that I it's. Think, it's might. I think we need the footy season to uh, get upon us pretty quickly, don't we? Right. I mean, come on. You could hear. You could hear Bucks having he a laugh. And he had a laugh in the background. Yes. And, and we love, and look, everybody's conversation about footy uh, is, and that is us as a football conversing community, is enriched by Cornsy because yeah. he sticks his neck out and he uh, and he backs everything he says up with you know considered opinion, yeah. and often facts and and data. So mm-hmm. he's he's he does the work. Mm-hmm. But this one. Yeah, I mean, you just need a couple of games, don't you? I mean, have there been an extra three or four inch? Oh, so are you, are you making oh, the allegation oh, can't be fair, that he's yeah. just done this just to no, no. get a bit of interest? No, or no, something? no. This this sits very much within the wheelhouse. It's consistent of, of with his other. You know, it is. It is. His there's other. There's comments. no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. But the notion that you can't have some fun until you're, you know, winning mm. more games than you're losing, <clears throat> or you know, or playing in finals. Yep. The the mere the, the the notion that you can't enjoy uh, your time before it gets deadly serious in a couple mm. of weeks' time, I just think it's a bit. I agree with you. I think mm. it's a bit harsh, <laughs> a bit harsh, isn't it? Oh, I I I, believe <laughs> I so. would have thought so. But um, but but, but you know, I, I, like I mean, I, said, I love listening to him, and he's mm. he's a magnificent contributor wherever he works. So mm. good on him for having a having a having a dip, having a dip. Mm. I'll give you a pox. Very elegant. Uh, this is terribly sad. One of the great uh, racehorses, one of the well. great mares that we've seen in recent mm-hmm. times, passed away on the weekend giving birth. So that is complications regarded. Did the foal make I them? actually don't know the answer to right. that question. Uh, somebody will know and let us know off the temper text, but uh, I was more concerned with, with the mum of the um, prospective foal. And uh, that's just terribly sad, terribly Shocking. sad for everybody who loved her uh, as a racehorse. She had her troubles early. You know, she was a bit... Um, way would with a sort of million, bar- one, barrier manners, but oh, the second half of her career was spectacular, mm. and she took a lot of people on a magnificent ride with her. And to all of the connections involved, it's terribly, terribly mm. sad. So because they would have, she would have been like a member of their family, and, and she would have enriched yeah. their existence with her deeds. So yep. uh, it's it's very sad news. It is, and and another. Well, I'm going to put it in again. Is this is a pox and a rocks because I want to put a a rocks. Into uh, Shane Rose, who's an equestrian rider who's been to three Olympic Games, and uh, they were at a, a an event. I think it was. I actually think it might have been a, a fundraising event. Well, maybe not, but it was. Anyway, he went along, and it was a a dress up. Yes. For the and when they, he's an equestrian, so they they're on the back of horses. And thank you. Um, well, just some people might not know. So he had three different get ups. He, he he went as a gorilla. Was in the gorilla suit. He was in the Duffman beer suit, which mm. is, yep. uh, you know, that's yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, straightforward yeah, sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he was in a mankini. Mm-hmm. Now, a mankini, for those that aren't aware, oh. it goes right up your date, 
just covers the orchestras and it comes <laughs> over the top of the Tom Boulders. All right? So it's a little arrangement that you lose. It's like a bathing suit that just covers the yeah, vitals and that's about very it. Very little to the imagination. No. Yep, yep. So anyway, oh, again, but he's on the back of a horse. Correct. So it's, you know. It's, yeah. But um, yeah. so anyway, uh, someone reported this to Equestrian Australia mm-hmm. and they've had to – did they? Stand him down. Right. They've, they've He's been reported stood him, down. Now, he hasn't Someone been reported him, did they? They did. Yeah. They thought it well, was inappropriate. Your, there's your pox. Well, well, that's. There's your pox. Well, that's what I was about to say. Oh, thank you. Right. They had a rocks and a pox. Right. They roxed him for right. being creative. Having a bit of a laugh. And having the courage to go out there with the package on full Can't display. Can't have been very comfortable. No. No chance. No. And he's uh, gone out there and had a bit of a laugh and made some fun of it. Uh, and then the pox for the, the one that, re- that reported him. Now. A question in Australia. Let's not get on there. They've stood him down pending an investigation, but he Thank hasn't you. been suspended. He had, they've just stood him down. They're going to have a look into it, and I reckon it'll be a very, very quick investigation. Oh, let's hope so. And then, mate, some you, you, let's you, hope so. If well, not, he's, he, we've got Paris coming up, Andy. That's true. That's true, Keith. Extraordinary stuff. I wonder what Billy Roycroft would have thought of it all. Fall died, fall died as well, unfortunately. Oh, that's terrible off the, sad uh, temper news. text machine. Oh, that is very sad. We're going to get to a break. 22 minutes to four. McKelty LeFou is going to join us. The latest Tiger signed as part of the SSP, which is just a great opportunity uh, for he. Tyler Sellers at North and Ethan Phillips of Hawthorne as well. Uh, magnificent opportunity for those fellas. But this is a particularly special story. We're going to meet him after this. Uh, tradies out for Ace Gutters. Australian, Nate, Australian made. Built to last. I got it. You did? Yeah, I got it. Oh my god, that's awesome. Oh, congratulations, that's so good. Thanks, Mum. Oh, that's so good, Kelly. I'm so happy for you. Like we've been saying all along, you have worked so hard for this. Mm. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Dad. Hey. You alright? Yeah, yeah. How are you, son? How's it going? Yeah, I'm alright. I just had my meeting. Oh, you had it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you got it all right? Yeah, it was alright. Uh, they just told me the news if I got it or not. You don't sound, you don't sound too, too happy. Because <laughs> I just got off the phone with mum. I got it. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! Oh yeah, baby! Oh man, wow, that's Oh man, so proud of you, eh? Thanks, Dad. Oh man, oh man, the world's gonna see exactly what you made of, man. Mm. Wow, Oh, that is as good. As they say, Keith, inject yes. that inject that into, into my veins. my veins every that second of the day. is as good as it gets. McKelty LaFau, who is the latest Tiger, told the news to his mum and dad. Their reaction is priceless. I'm emotional, Andy. Oh, I'm exactly the same, Keith. Uh, and he's been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, McKelty, congratulations, mate. Uh, this is a fantastic story. No, oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. You're making me getting teary again listening to that. <laughs> so t- just yeah. that, that moment when so, when you tell your mum and dad, just just take us into what that, why that means so much to them and how it felt to be you uh, breaking that news to them. Oh, it's just, it's just so much because I just they've been putting so much support into me my whole life, really, you know. Just every, every, everything I just try and do in my life, they're always there to support no matter what it is and I was just like I said in that in that video. I was just more happy for them than myself, really. Eh? Just because I knew that 
all of that's not gone to any waste, and I've just made the most of all that support they've given me. No, it was beautiful. it was, it was beautiful. beautiful to hear, and it's it's great to have people like that in your corner, and just unbelievable to to hear it. I actually got a little bit emotional that's hearing it to, as a, as a father. You just uh, can appreciate what's going on. But how did you find out? Did, did, was it uh, Adam Uza? How were you communicated the news? Yeah, so we were just it was a bit of a group chat really. There was a there was a few of us there, yeah, Uzo was in there. He was the one that broke the news to me. Um yeah, I was a I was a bit unsure when I was listening to him talk, but he was just telling me um how how they were all happy with me over the preseason and obviously yeah, everything else they said and then yeah, he get, he sort of giggled giggled a little bit and then I sort of thought, Oh, he's gonna say he's gonna say it So you've been over here mm. uh, if I'm reading it right, you've been over here for the better part of ten years, maybe a little longer than that, coming out to pursue your rugby league dreams. Take us through your journey from the moment you came over from Auckland and uh, to this to this point in your sporting journey. Yeah, so when I moved here, I was I was playing rugby union at the time in New Zealand, and then um, there wasn't my all my brothers and my dad coached that rugby league. Brothers played rugby league, so I just I just followed through with that, and then you know just cracked just cracked in with that, and then it wasn't until just you know you go to school and there's not many rugby balls that are getting thrown <laughs> around. There's all footies, so they obviously catches you, catches your eye and. And when I guess become all mates with um, all the footy boys there, they sort of just invite me down to, um, to the local club. And it pretty much just started from there. And then I sort of juggled both sports for a while and then got to, got to a point where I had to choose one and then I just chose stuck with footy. And how do you go? Because the, the process, you, you were in the Casey Demons, I think it was, for a little while, and then you're playing with the St Kilda City in the Southern Football League. Uh, well, no, no disrespect to, to that. But how do you go from there... To then getting catching the eye of of uh, clubs at the next level, the, at the AFL level, how does that happen? Do you do you have to sell yourself? Do they just come and see you playing in that level? How does that all work? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even sure um, how exactly I got the attention from St Kilda City, but I remember when I went back there. I think it was after the COVID year, and then um, just I, I, all I remember was I wanted to go play with my friends and just get back to having fun. That was my main thing. Just have fun. And I know when I'm having fun, then I'm I'm playing my best footy, and that's probably what caught their eye. Really, I'm not sure exactly how they saw me, but right. I, I sort of related to that. And even now, I just just focus on having fun. Even this whole preseason, I've just my main focus has been having fun. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Casey, I'll tell you what yes. will get you noticed. I'll tell you what will get you noticed. <laughs> I don't know how old you were when you did this, McKelty, but kicking 25 in a game, 25 <laughs> in a game, that'll get you noticed. Uh, how old were you when you what, – what age were you – what age group were you playing in when you did that? Oh, I was playing um, under-19s. <laughs> oh, jeez. That is a fairly – There's a bit of context to that, though. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so it was last game of the season, and then I was I was a fair bit behind on the goal kicking. Right, I'd missed a few ga- I was missed a few games because uh, I was playing with the um with the uh, with the storm development stuff. So I'd missed a few games, and I didn't start till round three. So all the boys were getting around me. The coach was getting around me, saying, "We're going to feed it to you. We're going to feed it to you." All right, cool, cool, cool. And it just all worked out. And I reckon the guy would have got a rude shock when he saw that I was on top after that game. <laughs> hey, I'm getting told. I don't know whether this is a typo. I've just received a text message saying. Uh, 25 might, might not be the most he kicked in a game. Have you had a better individual game than that? Nah, nah. That's nah, the best? 
that's not tough. That's righto, tough. righto, yeah. no worries. Well, well I, I got to have a look at some of your highlights of just uh, what we saw on the weekend, Fantastic. and uh, you look powerful. They say you've got a, an amazing engine, but how would you describe what you're going to bring to the Tigers? Yeah, just just competitiveness, just just you know, just giving my all in every contest. I sort of sort of pride myself on, and just bringing that that sort of speed that not much big guys have. You know, I'm very agile. Like I feel like I offer more as a in both positions, like as a big and a, and a small. I can sort of do both, and as as I pride myself on, I'm just being an agile big guy, really, that just competes. What does it mean to you? You've talked about what it meant to your mum and dad. Mm. What what does this mean to you? Oh, it means a lot. Just, I'm just yeah. Obviously, I'm just proud of myself. Really, just sticking with it, especially after my injury. I could have, I could have, you know, took a took the easy route and just just give it up and, or you know, just go down that route. I suppose, but I had too much support around me, too much belief around me to just give up. So, I remember I just straight away after I did my injury, just had a smile on my face, support the boys, and then just from there, never be sad about it. Just take it, take it for what it is, and just grow from it. And, and you, you mentioned, McKelty, you know, you just want to have fun, and that's magnificent. Mm-hmm. But does your mindset change a little bit? Now, <clears throat> once you get the news that you're on the list, you've got the spot, you're not playing for that anymore. Ne- ne- does well, it, you are. Well, you're playing for a spot in the team, but mm-hmm. you're not playing for a spot on the list now. You've got, mm-hmm. you've got that. Does, it, does something change in terms of you lifting the bar now? or Has there been any shift in, um, you know, where you see yourself in the scheme of things now? Um, I think it's just I pretty much just keep doing what I've been doing really like the the focus is still the same thing it's just to get better every day yep. trying to focus on that and then now that yeah obviously now that I've got the spot the next the next sort of focus is just try and crack a debut and That's... then obviously after that it's just be consistent and just try and stay stay up like with the big boys well, the the thing that makes this story even uh, more incredible, back in 2022, am I right in hearing that you had an anterior cruciate? You did your ACL in your knee. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about before. Yeah, it's did my knee. And and the, the the will do you do you lose faith when some of that's happening when you're going through it and you have a, a season-ending injury? Does that does that sort of quell your enthusiasm a little? Nah, man, I was. From the day the day that I did it, I just had that mentality that I was just gonna just get better every day. Like no excuses. Like like I said, the support that I have at the club, it's unreal, man. Like it's just there's no reason for me to not to not crack in when there all those guys are around me. Just mm-hmm. just my friends, family at the club, everyone. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people, McKelty, who are in your mm. corner now. Just one piece of advice. When you do crack in and you're a physically imposing specimen, when you crack in, there's a team mm. that wears a predominantly navy blue oh, jumper please, with a Andy. white CFC on the front. Just, just don't crack in quite so hard against them if you wouldn't mind, all right? Just, just maybe sit on the outside and let the footy come, come to you. On, Get a few cheapies that day rather than sort of crashing through the blokes in the opposition jumper if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> I was going to go out there and do my job. Right? <laughs> Beautiful. We, we, hey, we got to let him go. Oh, we got to let him go. Could talk to him for hours. I know. We've got to get out of here, though. We've got oh, an ad break coming up. Mate, fixed. it's a magnificent story. God love you. Uh, we wish you every success from this day forth, mate. Well done.
Thanks a lot, lads. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, let's hope it's not the last time. McKelty LaFou joining us. Richmond's upcoming community series match against Collingwood going to be played for the inaugural Charity Shield. Uh, It's going to take place at Icon Park Tuesday, Feb 27, 6.40pm with fundraising efforts surrounding the match Mm. going towards Food Bank. Tickets via Richmond or Collingwood website. Goski pushes and he goes through for a run and he'll complete it. And he'll bring up his seventh first-class century. Raises his hands. Well played, Will Pekovsky. Probably for the first time in my life, I sort of truly believe that I could do it and do it over an extended period. I think whilst I've had this other cloud sort of lingering over my head, it was very much like, yeah, I know I want it. I know I aspire to do it. But whilst this sort of demon's sitting there, I know it's going to be, you know, hard if not impossible Whereas now I see the possibility of it, which is the most exciting thing of all, where you go, okay, that's a genuine aspiration where I don't think those, well, I sort of know now those roadblocks aren't going to be in the way. Yeah, I think that ambition is burning probably harder than it ever has purely because I actually feel like now I've got faith that I could really do it. So that's the voice of Will Pekoski chatting to Adam White, of course, uh, on the Cricket Victoria podcast Prior to making his 131 uh, off 300 balls against New South Wales to help put Victoria into an incredibly powerful position in the Shield game. Now we just need the rain to stop in Sydney for the Vicks to get in there and finish them off. It is our unmissable moment, thanks to DrinkWise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Uh, Rain's still falling. New South Wales, 8 for 116, still 86 runs behind um, in their second innings, Victoria batting first, of course, and making that six for 454. I didn't down as a rocks, Keith, uh, Will Pekoski. For, I uh, did for too. The, for the, well, there you go. Great minds think alike. Don't sleep on this bloke. Whatever you do, you can fall asleep sometimes. You can be a dozy old bugger at times. Me. You can be. Do not fall asleep on Will Pekoski. No. There's, there's a new generation that's going to take the Australian top order. Uh, very, very quickly and soon into the next generation of the Australian, yeah. Australian test team. And he's, he's been so open, Pekoski, about you know, the mental health issues that have stemmed you know, to a degree from the concussions that he's had to deal with. If he can just get a run at it, mm. if he can, and he sounds like he's in a really good headspace, if he can just get a run at it, uh, this bloke's got all the talent in the world and there's a spot for him mm. in that Australian top order. Um, if you can just you know put it all together for well, long enough, it is. And the encouraging thing, thing when you heard that uh, those comments that he made is that he, it seems like he's gotten over the demons. When you've had what is it, eleven concussions, yeah, 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 yep, yep. you're going out there and to be able to put those thoughts out of your head so you can just get on with playing cricket. I reckon that'd be tough, oh. but it seems like he's through that. Mm. And the talent, I don't think, has ever been in, in question at no, all. No, it's just the unfortunate situation that he's found himself in. Let's hope that he can power his way through it. Absolutely. Here, here. Massive rocks. Uh, anything that Steve Monaghetti puts his name to oh, rocks, uh, is, is a massive rocks as well. Uh, the run for the kids is approaching quickly. March 17. Uh, you can enter at runforthekids.com.au. Uh, and at the moment, there's a half-price 50% off adult registration and all fundraisers nice. go into the drawer. Into yep, the draw right. to win a Mazda CX-5, Keith. Beautiful. Am I reading that right? You are 100% reading that correct. And fundraising goes towards the Magnificent Royal Children's Hospital Appeal. There's Man, no, if you don't have a go. Be stupid. Steve Monaghetti, are you going to be running in this again, Monas? Andy and Gozy, yes, hopefully. I've had some 
some minor issues. <laughs> I'm hoping to run the long course and... Um, yeah, why wouldn't you? I, you know, I didn't get to run for a few years because I was helping to organise it, and it's probably sort of at a stage where it, hopefully it runs itself, and I get out there and share the experience with, well, over twenty thousand other you know, like-minded people, which is, mm. makes for a great day and obviously great course, but a wonderful, wonderful cause, and that's why we all do it. Well, you you, you are going to contribute because, as I understand it, and I think we've spoken to you about this in the past. I'm not sure, but. You produce a, a training program so those that want to get involved, that they can follow your program so they can jump into it and, and uh, I guess, have a better chance of having some success. That's exactly right. And we've got four weeks to go yesterday. So if you jump on the website, you'll see that week six, uh, week seven training program. So I think I had um, some hills and long, your sort of last long run of about 13K because you know, you want to start um, freshening up a little bit. Unless mm. you haven't started training. If you haven't started training, you've probably got nothing to freshen up for. <laughs> no, that's true. It's still time to enter, and kids do get to run half price, so why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? And there's a couple of distances, so, you know, we sort of cater for everyone, the 4.7 short K over Balti Bridge or the 14.4 long course, which hopefully I'll be doing, which over the Balti Bridge and mm. through the tunnel as well. No, it sounds like a spectacular course to, to get through, but you mentioned you've got some... Issues that you've got to deal with. What's what's going on, great man? Oh, just a bit of just haven't been feeling great, and a bit of I don't know. Is it, am I catching up to my birth certificate? Maybe right. I reckon I've got away with it for about forty years, and now it's uh, reality starting to bite. Now, probably just I seriously, you know, I think probably you know running a few um, oh, Australian records and world records, you know, is when I turned six. Now I reckon I just pushed a bit hard, and I've just got a bit flat, and I just need to give my body a bit of loving so just yeah it's a message for not only for me but you know for a lot of people i've got to be carried away yeah. probably and you know your, your body doesn't know that it's got a race coming up or that it's pushing this or pushing that so you've got to listen to it a bit and hopefully i'm practicing what i preach and you know that was you know the, the message in the article yesterday just mm. listen to your body and you can write tra- i can write training programs for you guys but as you know it's how your body reacts to them and everybody's different and you've just got to take the ups and downs and allow your body to cope with those. So, you know, and a race is a good opportunity. You, you experience the race, but it's also lovely to have a goal to work to mm. and that's what we'll do on Sunday, March 17. So, you know, that's a challenge for me to get that this body up and going by then. And uh, it's hard because we we know how competitive you are. But uh, as you, you, you go through this period where you're giving yourself a, a body a rest, what does that actually mean now? How many Ks are you running a week in this in this uh, resting phase, resting yes. period. <laughs> well, Andrew, I really did have. I had a week off last week, and I've just I had a run last night. And believe it or not, I actually ran a K, walked five hundred, ran a K, walked five hundred around beautiful Lake Wendere here, which was quite a challenge. I'm not great on the walking, to be honest. But right. I managed to do it and um, got got through about six and a half K. So yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment, and it felt pretty good. So hopefully, I'll. Give, you know, just refreshed a bit and up and about. But yeah, that's reality. And you know, I'm, I think I'm superhuman and all that sort of stuff. But um, unfortunately, we're all we're all human and got to listen a little bit to the body. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully, I'll get back on. Nah, you'll be. So it's not about me. It's about raising money for the. 
Good Friday appeal and, um, you know, why wouldn't you want to be out there on beautiful courses, beautiful weather and great support around you. So what is it, what, what is it like to um, run over the Balti and through the tunnel? I mean, this is a great opportunity for Melbournians and visitors to Melbourne to experience that on foot. What, what's it actually like? You know, it's it's actually it's pretty good. I mean, I ran pretty hard last year, so I wasn't taking too many of the sights. But yeah. I didn't find the Baldy Bridge too bad. I mean, I, I run over hills a lot, and that's probably always been my strength. So I quite like um, going up there. And what what I tell people is going. It's not just going up the Baldy. You've got to get over top, and you've got to also run down the other side. And mm. I think there's a skill in that. So it's not just running uphill. It's running down the other side and then saving enough because that's early on in in both courses. So you want to make sure that you haven't spent your bickies by the time you get to the top. There, there is the bolty bolt, which you can, if you're a sprinter, you can do that sort of little sprint and you might win a prize. But generally, we're all there just to get to the finish line and try and enjoy the run. But and then going through the, the tunnel's fantastic. I, you know, traffic free, we don't get to run on those roads traffic free. No. Mm. And we are doing that thanks to Transurban. So, and then you come back through the city and I was surprised how beautiful it is and how much support was out on the course when we were running back through the CBD and uh, a little pinch up over Collins Street just out in front of Transurban Building, Southern Cross Station. You know, you know you're know, you alive when you're going up there, let me tell you. <laughs> down the other side and you cross the finish line. So. Um, it's worth it, worth the, the wait. Like I tell people, up over Baldy Bridge, you just you turn across to the left and you get magnificent views across the city skyline, probably that you don't get to experience many times in your life. So, it's a, it's a wonderful course. Beautiful. If uh, I said to you, "Hey, Moners, I've got a million bucks, and you can load up on any drug you possibly want. You just knock yourself out, or, or just stuff yourself stupid with EPO, do all that type of stuff uh, in in order to Are get talking a break a record." Want to get his opinion on what we've been hearing lately oh, with these yes. enhanced games? Whether that's something that would uh, have any interest to you, or either as a an athlete or as a a fan. Gazy, that is just something I'm so, so disappointed with. That is absolute rubbish. What I love to do is I love the the battle of just against the human body. And, you know, for me, it's about training as hard as I can. Yes. And, you know, at the moment, it's not as hard as I'd like. But then it's turning up and publicly displaying all of that training mm-hmm. and doing the best you possibly can with your the equipment you've been born with and that you've developed. And for me, if I finish first or last in a race, but I've pushed my body to the limit, then that's a win for me. And, you know, I don't need to be enhanced or do any other stuff, all that artificial stuff, because I love the the human element of just racing against you and your body and trying to, to get it to be at its best and compete at the level that, you know, you might even get a surprise from. They're the greatest races I ever had were the ones I was surprised by the result, you know, because sometimes you train really well and, and the race might not go as planned, but then there's other days when you get a lovely surprise and they're the ones I remember in Treasure. So that's all rubbish, all that other stuff. And why would you want to do it? You know, mm. I, I have no desire to um, use any performance-enhancing stuff because I just love to push the body that I've been born with. Yeah, some people are going to be offered... A million bucks, money, money by the sounds of things. If this thing ever gets off the off the ground and and um, takes place, some people are going to be offered some fairly sizable amounts of money to to chase world records. And you know, I, I guess for some people, Steve, that's that's you know too compelling a lure. Andy and Gazy, you mm. could 
you could give me an Olympic gold medal and I'll I'll pay you a million bucks, mate, because I don't yeah. I don't need to be paid anything to to the attraction of a, a, an Olympic medal. For me, that's that's more than any financial um, incentive or prize can give you, and that's why you know they're 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 muck medal at the end of the day. But to me, you know, the Commonwealth Games gold medal that I won, that is the most precious thing I've got in my trophy cabinet and um, it's there for a reason because of all the work that I put in along the way and you deserve credit for that work and and that's what that medal represents not not the medal itself it's the effort and um, mm. years of training that you've put in as you guys well as guys mm. you know you know of what course. I'm talking about Absolutely. you're with me on this buddy and oh, every, I'm, I might be even a little bit more extreme than you can tell <laughs> <laughs> he's very extreme on this one Monis. Uh, run for the kids March 17 runforthekids.com.au as Steve said there's a whole lot of different distances you can do to kind of suit your uh, skill set and your physical preparation and, and readiness but uh, all the money goes to a really good cause Hey, Monas, I reckon the last time we got you on, one of the conversations we had was the two-hour barrier, and now that it's within reach for, for some, and Kelvin Kiptoom's been one who's been pressing that, well, it was, um, pressing that um, that barrier that we all thought was never likely to be broken. And then last week we have the terrible story that, A, he went missing and then was found mm. dead. Um, from a, What was your reaction to that story when, when you heard it? Oh, I'm still, you know, I'm, I was shocked initially. I thought it was fake news. I kind of didn't believe it. And then um, when I realised it was true, you know, I was I was sad. I just had a flat week last week mm. because a, a person with so much upside. And, you know, we're going to see that great head-to-head battle with him and Kipchoge at Paris. And he's such a, you know, the, the old dog and the young dog and who was going to come out on top and had such a bright future. And he was going to rewrite the record books. I don't think any of us doubted that. And he was going to break that two-hour barrier was certainly going to give it a red-hot go in Rotterdam in a couple of months' time. So, you know, we don't get to see that now. And you don't get special people come along in the world too often and to have him sort of taken away from us. And his coach as well, who offered so much, his Rwandan coach. So, Mm. you know, it's bad and just disappointing for world distance running that we won't see what what could have been some outstanding results and some history running performances from Kelvin. And then on a yep. more positive note, we have the Mori Plant uh, the other night and we get a kid like Claudia Hollingsworth in the 800. She's got the 1500 in her sights as well. Takes on a high quality field of domestic 800 metre runners and breaks the two minute barrier and runs at PB and signals to everybody that um, Craig Mottram's got a pretty handy one on his hands. He, she, she sounds like a ripper. Oh, yeah. How good's athletics going? Yeah. Like 5,000 people at the meeting in honour of Murray. And, you know, Stewie gave um, good acknowledgement. Stewie McSwain winning the, the John Landy Mile and put his fingers to the sky in honour of Murray. And um, he, he brought something extra special because it meant so much to him having... Um, had been so influenced by Murray Plant, but it's just a great meet and athletics is going, it's on fire, Cloudy and some distance races, Jack and mm. Rose Davies and Izzy Batdell, fourth and fifth fastest 5K women ever under 15 minutes as well. So it's just a great meet and um, bring on Paris, I say, can't wait. No, nah, neither can yes. we. Gazy will be over there doing his thing and uh, we'll all be watching. Steve, uh, hopefully you're feeling a bit better. Uh, we'll watch for, We'll watch you uh, be part of the magnificent event that is the Run for Kids. Runforthekids.com.au is the website to go just to quick, if you want to be part of it all. Just yeah. quickly, A46 off the temper text says, uh, Mona said... 
there was a Balti Sprint. Uh, website only shows a 4.7 or a 14.4. Is that right? It's in the race. So within it, there's a component where you sprint up the Balti Bridge and start ah. finish line to separate prize. So someone like you, guys, yep. you, you might walk the other bit, but you just sprint that bit and you might nice. win a prize. It's okay. probably the only prize you're running on that Yeah, road. that's true. <laughs> it's a bit of a sort of a clip on the way out. But, and, uh, and one well worth But uh, 846, there's your answer. Steve, thanks, mate. Uh, Great can, to chat to you, Andy. You too. Thanks, Casey. You're a good man. Steve Montagetti, one of the greats. Run for the kids.com.au. We're here for Berwick BMW. Committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini. Garage. We start with breaking news. The career of North Melbourne footballer Taryn Thomas could be over after the AFL imposed a massive suspension. Let's go straight to our chief football reporter, Tom Morris, who broke this story. Tom, what has the league decided? Well, Eliza, the AFL decided to suspend Thomas, to suspend Thomas for 18 weeks following allegations of inappropriate behaviour last month. Now, the AFL Integrity Unit investigated, and although the AFL maintains this afternoon, that investigation is ongoing. I understand the AFL Commission has ratified the penalty of 18 weeks. It's also important to note that this 18 weeks uh, is, is in its entirety and none of it is suspended, meaning it will be well into the year when Thomas returns to play. But the AFL, as we speak right now, is saying that the investigation is ongoing. I understand the Commission has ratified a penalty of 18 weeks, which Thomas will have to serve. OK, so what does this mean for Thomas's long-term future then? Well, it's serious issues for Thomas, Eliza, because he's out of contract at the end of the year. He's clearly a very talented player, but this is separate to that. We know that Essendon were keen on him last year. Um, and, and if he is suspended for these 18 weeks, it means he won't come back to play until at the earliest round 20, which will be, give him four games to, uh, I guess, make the most of his career and earn another contract. We don't know what North Melbourne's going to do. There's every chance that if North Melbourne decide that they should cut him and delist him, in which case he won't have a club at all in 2024. So it's got huge ramifications and implications, not just for North Melbourne and their chances this year and into the future, but also for Thomas in his career, because he is clearly a very good player and a wanted player around the AFL before these allegations surfaced. So there you go. There's Tom Morris uh, following up his tweet from about an hour and a half ago on Channel 9's uh, early news this afternoon. Pretty definitive. Well, it's, it doesn't get any more definitive than that. <laughs> He's saying that uh, just a Well, North re- Melbourne are, are still, I believe, unless there's something come out in the last no, still nothing. Minutes, no, no, still nothing. Are saying it's an ongoing investigation yep. and no decision has well, been – they're not aware of any decision that uh, has been handed no, down. That's true. But that, nor is – nor, according to Sam Edmund, when he joined us on the show, is Thomas's uh, management uh, and and a couple of other uh, sources that Sam went with. But when you've got someone like Tom saying that this no, is, this has been ratified by the commission, yeah, he's not running that unless he's got it from. He said this is what this yeah. has been ratified by the AFL That's what I'm commission. Saying. He's not running that unless he's got it from the source. I would think someone. Well, no, because uh, you know he's. He's just not going to do that. He's certainly not, not going to not do that. Not something as bold as that. So that's um, the big story. It's a big footy story that I was still waiting, you know, formal um, formal confirmation of Tom's breaking news. But uh, it sounds like we might not get mm. that tonight. If the AFL is going to stay uh, the course with its original timeline, as we understand it, I think there was an expectation that something might come out tomorrow. Now, that could have been mm-hmm. fast track given, you know, Tom's – uh, revelations this afternoon, but we're getting pretty close to close of business today, and 
I know there's still a little while to go, but uh, they might be uh, they might be staying the course. And mm. uh, but if anything does happen between now and five thirty, we'll let you know. Clearly, uh, Cornsey and Jared on Sportsdale do exactly the same thing. Uh, Andy, you know, whenever we talk about the enhanced games, it, it does polarise a lot of people. Now, most people, I think, are in our corner, which would say, well, this is not appropriate and can do extraordinary damage to the health of individuals. But then you get these odd ones like uh, 860. I will absolutely watch the enhanced games. I want to see how fast a human can go. Yeah, well, I think oh, we were having a roundtable conversation off air last week about this, I think, mm. and... There was a view being expressed by by you know a couple of people in the room on that occasion that mm. exactly the same thing. Let them go. Let's just see yeah. what the human condition can do when helped with the substances that are out there. But we had Peter uh, Bruckner on the show on Friday, and uh, we just heard from Monas. We've heard from you. I mean, people who have spent their life dealing in a sports mm. medicine um, area like like Peter Bruckner has. And people have been committing, uh, competing uh, the way that you and Monas have. I mean, the views are incredibly strong. So there's no, there's no kind of warped fascination for in the minds of people who are on that side of it. They just look at the health risks, yeah, uh, and that is where it starts and finishes. It's not valid. Do we, no. we don't. We Ben Johnson at the time. We're going. Well, you saw it. You saw the enhanced games with Ben Johnson. Yeah, that's right. And that's and but, but, who cares if it's yeah? It's it's not. It's almost irrelevant compared to those that are clean. That is true. That is 100% true. So you've already seen elements of... The only thing about that race in particular... They're all on the juice. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it was... It It was was fast. It was thrilling. Well, it was. Like, it was thrilling. But Usain Bolt was thrilling as well. Yeah, I know. I know. That that, that captivated a couple of Olympics Mm. along the journey with what he was able to do. That's true, but you don't get a lot of Usain Bolts coming along, do you? No, but you you always knowing that it's a contest and whether – do we really know the, the difference? Are we more aesthetically pleased if we see it? It's 9.89 seconds as opposed to 9 I, point uh, – No, what if it's 8.1 seconds? What if it's – what well, if I it is – No, no, yeah. I don't either. Yeah. But what if it is? What what if what if this thing you gets know, off – You really wouldn't know the difference. But what if it gets off the ground? What yep. if this actually happens, right? Yep. And they run the hundred meter final. Yeah. And the bloke who wins it runs eight point two three seconds and wins it. What's meaningless, isn't oh, it? Well, I, well, it is from an Olympic mm. standard, yeah. no question. But if he runs, if he runs at, like if he runs that sort of speed, mm-hmm. is there is there something fascinating about that? Doesn't not to me. No, I know. I, yeah, I, I don't. I would don't you, really. Would you watch it if there was the prospect that if all of the if all of the Pre-race, I guess, you know, speculation that was mind, yeah was coming out. Hey, this bloke's going to break nine seconds here. The damage that would do to uh, sport would be astronomical because it's okay. Well, it's not okay, but those, as we mentioned last time, that are getting involved in this would have strict medical no doubt no assistance. Doubt. Yeah, yeah. And then the, your average person, they're never going to. Go but, to eight, but they might think, well, this is going to make me better when I'm yeah. playing in the local competition, mm. wherever. And they start pumping themselves up with with crap that it's beyond still be a, the sport yeah, and beyond yeah. your own personal achievements mm. can kill you. Mm. No, I, I agree. I that's where I come at it from. Mm. Oh, I'm with you 100 percent of the way. But 
But clearly, you've seen a couple of texts um, in the last you know few weeks. A lot of since people, we've been talking about this, it, and there's clearly people saying, oh, "I want to see it." Yeah, it's there's a lot of a lot of feedback, and I would watch the doping games out of curiosity. Absolutely, says uh, eight four six. And who who puts there's it on? Some that is suggesting, like I said with Ben Johnson. There is a couple here that are alluding to the fact, well, hang on, it's going on anyway. Well, that's the other thing that people are just stone cold convinced convinced that it happens all the time. I'm sure clearly it does happen sometimes. Mm. And maybe I'm way off base here and like Kane was this morning on an island. But I actually think that nowadays – the overwhelming majority of performances are, are clean. Now, maybe that's because I, I want that to be the yeah, case. I don't sure. know. Yeah, yeah, no, I think we all do. Uh, it's already 27 to 5. We're way late to what? get to the newsroom. We're here for Berwick BMW, committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next Mini at Berwick Beat Mini Garage. Rocks, Pox, Julio, heaps of time for you to jump on the line. Feel free to do that after this. Oh, boy. <laughs> 25 minutes to 5. Frank's in one turner. Wow. He's jumped on the line. You've, every time you mention the enhanced games, people want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Fire away, Francis. Yeah, go ahead, boys. Yeah, look, um, look, remember all the hoopla about when Ben Johnson uh, went under the 10 second and, you know, that, that we thought, oh, what a great effort. You know, it was fantastic mm-hmm. and all the rest. Of it. Then we found out the black plate was on the juice. Yep. And it was just so disappointing, wasn't it, you know, to find out that... It was. Yeah, you know, what a great was. effort. And, then, and, it, and it really... Poor, the poor Canadian uh, Athletic Association really were, were disgraced from that happening, you know. It put them in a bad light because considering that in the past it's always been the Russians or the East Germans that were using the juice. And, uh, you know, it was a very sad um, sad event, I think, you know, to, to look back at it now and, you know, how everybody was just authoritative, you know, Oh, no doubt. It it shattered the true believers, Frank. There's no doubt about that, Um, without any shadow of a doubt. In that era, it it was... was almost like the pinnacle, wasn't it? It was like, okay, we need to... Was it the Belko? Was it Belko? Belko was was probably happening at that time. Because it had the female athletes as well that never actually... Now, one of them's no longer with us, but there was a lot of speculation Mm. about um, how... I don't know how to say this without... Mentioning people's names. Yeah, but, yeah, well, but there was no, a lot some of, of I don't even know if you're allowed to say Part of names. the public record that there was people all over the place who were well, I don't know if they accused ever... of using stuff. That's right. Mm. And it was... And they caught up in the Belco scandal. Correct. To some of the all-time greats. Yes. Male and female. And not just athletics. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that weren't just... Uh, they weren't... It wasn't just at track and field like you no. mentioned, well, but it was... Yeah, I just I'm sensitive about no, well, for example, someone accusing the, us of this is how important mm. it is in the eyes of some major league baseball. I think I'm right. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong here, but Barry Bonds, yes, he is barred mm. from uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, yeah. Now the Hall of Fame in baseball is very important. This is an historic uh, place for the greats to be recognised, and Bonds's record. Mm. You know, okay, it was in an era where there was some enhancement going on. Yes. But some people are saying the Bonds record should should stand irrespective of that, even with but no no, baseball is saying no. Mm. We're not we're not gonna do that because this is how we see that. Now there's what happened in, in Seoul that people will mm. never consider Ben Johnson a hundred meter, no. a gold medalist at the I Olympic think it, Games. Was it, were there others that were found to be positive as well, or just speculated to be positive? in that race? Yeah, no, I think most of them were. Were actually, I, I, think, I think that was 
the dirtiest race of all time, wasn't yeah, it, it was. called that? There was, was a doco. Doc- Check there was out a documentary. Doco if yeah. you haven't seen it. It was done. Mm. Hey, I've got a pox for you. Talk Speaking about people playing sort of. Hey, dis- Frank, just but, hey, Frank, you've won 18 holes of golf for oh, you nice. and a mate uh, with a cart. Get 18 holes of golf at two with drinks and a cart midweek. For just ninety nine dollars, wow, that's, that's a saving. incredible value. Visit Mandalay Club Mandalay. Visit Club Mandalay. Oh. Just put it on the same line, please. Well, next it time. should be obvious. Visit clubmandalay dot com dot au. Well, he hasn't put dot and com and dot and au alongside no, one but, another, has he? Should be able to. You should know it's Club Mandalay yeah, by now. That's true. Hey, listen, I got a massive pox here, and it goes to a man who occasionally tunes in, certainly this radio station. He doesn't really listen to our show much anymore because we tend to have a crack at him from time to time. But it goes to Donald J. Trump. Uh, now, he's uh, running for the presidency of the United States of America. And he wow. got... He got dealt... He got I dealt didn't a, know that. I just... Uh, you're telling me now for the first time. He got dealt a fairly savage blow last week uh, in the... Uh, Big in the, money. Yeah. He's had a couple of hits. He's had a couple. Eugene Carroll and uh, Fulton County mm. and all the rest of it. I think it's Fulton County, wherever. No, New York. It was Letitia James has got him this time. Mm. So around 55 million he's got a front up uh, with if he wants to appeal. Uh, so that's a fairly hefty uh, tag, yes. price tag that he's got to come up with. In order to generate some funds right. uh, towards uh, the appeal, he's gone into the sneaker game and he's put out a Donald J. Trump gold uh, sneaker. Uh, like gold, wants, as in real gold. No, 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 no. It's it's gold, like gold color. Of, gold color. Oh, okay. Uh, and he wants people to buy these sneakers, uh, and they're valued at three hundred ninety nine US. Three hundred ninety nine. On their gold with a big T on the side and a bit of an American flag, sort of embossing. Right. So they're very special, and you okay. know the, the Trump people out there will probably flock to this thing. But hey, he's muscling into your territory here. Oh, he is into the sneaker world, and I am saying to you, Donald J. Trump, back right off. Yeah, this is a pox. Mm. Let Gazy have his sneakers. You've had steaks and vodkas and universities. Buildings and, and everything. Real estate. estate. You've had all that. Yeah. You, there's any number That's of things you can have a crack at. Yep. Uh, just leave the sneakers to my man. Mm-hmm. If he, and that's a very good point, Julio. If he comes up with some Trump snap pants, <laughs> oh, fair him, I'll do my cruet. I will. I, well, I will. I'll get on a plane <laughs> and I'll fly straight to Florida, to well, Mar-a-Lago, a- and I'll have a crack on your behalf. The pan, I think, would be right up his alley, though. He could do with them, actually, because he's got the, a girdle the and the nappies and everything. not quite there. The nappies? He, doesn't he wear nappies? I don't know about that. I think he wears, uh, he's accused of wearing nappies. No, but uh, there's a different market, No, not there's any, no there's, I'm, I'm not making of fun a, of that. Uh, a, but big w, a big W $39 arrangement <laughs> as opposed to the 349 399 US, so US. that's about $600 or $700 Aussie. What? That'd be about seven hundred. Exchange is that bad now? Is it's it? It's pretty crook. Gee whiz. Mm. Anyway, back right off. That's Gazy's territory. Go get something Stay else. Stay out of politics. Says four two seven. I'm having a go at sneakers. You clown. <laughs> no, don't clown. I'm a having clown. a go. No, we're not talking politics. <laughs> it's actually not politics. I'm telling you, man. He's clearly a maga fool. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That to back off from the sneaker game. If you want to vote for him, yep. go your hardest. I'm making no comments yep. about the lay of the land politically. That's true. I'm talking about the economy of sneakers and my. Gaze has got a well goodwill that Thank I'm trying you. to put out there Thank and get people much. to buy the Gazes. We don't need another two-bit competitor. Oh, well, hopefully two-bit is not taken as a political hopefully. statement. 
Oh, and, is it? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, Berry Boom done the shoe caper. Committed to standing out from the crowd. Fly jumping, by Nighty. Jump into your next mini. Unbelievable. <laughs> at Berwick. No file on midsole on theirs. None whatsoever. Berwick Mini Garage. Not the quality <laughs> PU. And Julio, don't ever forget the great man mm. who uh, is integral to everything. Sleep on me. Mm. Never. Mm. I wouldn't. No. Uh, hey, that uh, would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> off the temper text machine, we're talking about the, uh, the, the the very sharp work that um, I've been able to put together with the shoes uh, that are available out there. And we're talking about how Donald Trump coming in, and some people perhaps, a very few, but a couple perhaps didn't <laughs> see the, the humour in what we're doing. <laughs> Any chance, but this guy did, this is Jordan from Seaford. Any chance of a collaboration thinking the Trump gay sneaker could be called the Trays? Sneaker thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. And I tell you what, if his people are listening to this mm. and they are serious about winning the next presidential uh, vote, mm. to get you on side yep. would go a long way mm. towards having the undecided swing in a significant uh, way mm. towards uh, Donald. You what could about, call them the grumps. Ah, very nice. What about... Nice. Uh, what is it with sneaker moguls and crap haircuts? <laughs> Sorry, Gazy. Wow. Well, oh. What's wrong with your haircut? No, your haircut's Zero, seven, six. Not a lot of hair. Jeez. It's all right. In the last well. six months. I was in Big W uh, High Point the other day. There was no Gazy gear. Sold out. The gear's just danced out. out. Of a lot yeah, of LA out. gear. Yeah, oh. yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that's, that was there before. You, you would have seen the empty racks, oh. though, where the gaze. I went to where I'd normally see it. It was, it was empty shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Sold out. Moving units. Very disappointing. Hey, a bit of a <laughs> Bit of news for Snits, home of fresh golden handcrafted Snitzels. Reminder too, it's Melbourne Mavericks IMAR membership week this oh, yes. week. Join the tribe. We'll have a couple of girls on, one on tomorrow and one on Thursday Someone or Friday. Someone did their knee yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, no, broke a leg. Sasha Glasgow. Yeah, Sasha, in that, shocking. In that game, that game. shocking yeah. broken leg, unfortunately. Mm. So get pre-sale access, 20% off ticketing, merchandise discounts, exclusive Trailblazer merch and more. Secure your inaugural membership today at melbournemavericks.com. Uh, we've been talking a bit about the game yesterday between Richmond and Melbourne. One injury, unfortunately, Ryan Mansell. For the Tigers, medium-grade syndesmosis. Definitely won't play opening round against Gold Coast. They'll know later in the week how much footy he will miss. Uh, so a bit of a blow there for the Tigers. Uh, SSP, of course, we've been speaking a bit about that today. Ethan Phillips signed for the Hawks. Gee, uh, the Hawks are going to be exciting. To replace uh, James Blank, effectively. Tyler Sellers at North Melbourne has oh. been signed by North Melbourne. Looks like Sam Sofranides is going to miss out at the Bombers. Trained at Collingwood. Bombers, according to Sam Edmund, Kane Baldwin's foot injury, not quite as serious. Uh, so they'll leave their pick until the mid-season draft. Nice, nice. Footy's always better when there's a Sellers running around on an AFL list somewhere too. Do you think you'll go into the media oh, post-career? And, and be a grumpy sort of curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I look mm. forward to seeing him in uh, 40 years' time uh, in that particular yes. role. And we're talking about the, the death of uh, Kelvin Kipton before. Uh, one of the great cricketers passed away on the weekend. Mike, oh. Mike Proctor. Yes. How extraordinary is his record? Yep. 401 first class matches, 1,417 wickets and 19.53, 21,936 runs at 36, 48 centuries, 25 wicket hauls, and 15 10 wicket matches. The the sad part is he only played seven tests yep. for 41 wickets at 15. Yep, because of the... Um, what a player he was. Apartheid bands that South oh. Africa had to live through. There, somebody put out a tweet on the weekend that was vision from, I think it, I, I, it was certainly a county game. When he got four wickets in four, five, five balls. Five balls, yeah, and the hat-trick. Bowling around the, the wicket. Balls? Bowling, it was, I think it was uh, our man, the umpire, uh, Harold Bird. Dickie. Uh 
he was bowling around the wicket, right armour, bowling around the wicket, two right-handers, and trapping them plumb in front. So he must have been um, bringing the ball back into them, straightening it up. And it was a phenomenal start. How's the crowd? Yeah, amazing. For, for gold, a county match. Golden era of county cricket, mm. that. But, uh, yeah, what a player. Not a golden era for England overnight. They were smashed by India. India, 445, four declared for 430. England, 319, and just 122 in the second innings. Oh, well. Seven wickets and 112 for Jadeja. So that's a man of the match performance. You've got to give if you don't mind. You've got to give credit to Basball. When it, when it goes bad and goes wrong, it's spectacularly mm. bad and spectacularly wrong. There was a bizarre DRS. Zach Crawley. It was bizarre. Yeah. Like, so so the, the, yeah, give it out LBW. They go upstairs. The vision showed the ball was not hitting the stumps. Missing it clearly. And then uh, the, umpire's call. The, yeah. the umpire's call was out. Yep, that's right. So he's given it out. And then uh, Ben spoke, Stokes spoke afterwards, which I think we've got that audio there, A-Rod, just to uh, test you out. Uh, Look at and he was asked uh, what the explanation was. A-Rod. Beautiful. Was given when he spoke to the match referee. Uh, yeah, it was just about the Zach's um, DRS. Uh, he was just giving us some information around how um, it was judged to be given out when the, the ball wasn't at the stump on the uh, DRS replay. And there's been a number of those. Can you, sorry, can you just expand on that? On the replay, it looked like the ball was missing the stumps. Uh, yeah, the ball didn't hit the stump on the replay. And what was the, the answer he gave? Um, well, it was apparently that the numbers uh, said it was hitting the stump, but the image uh, was wrong. So I don't really understand what's gone on there. They could just make that up. So, well, oh, the numbers said yeah. it was out, but the image, there was a mistake. So well, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought the actual uh, tracker, when they put it on there, obviously it's got to use a, some sort of algorithm to figure out where yep. it's gone. But um, I thought it was actually representative of where that, the ball is well, We've been led to believe that it is. Well, that's what we thought, yeah. yeah. But, but I think... Th- it would give us all confidence, even when, even when there's no wicket. If they j- just show a few more of the trackers, and show where the ball's actually gone, you know. So even when the, there's not a DRS, got, no, oh, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. just so you have, you can get mm. a little bit more confidence in the system because that's going to, I think, amongst the playing group and all the nations, it doesn't give would you a lot look of at confidence. That, you're going, hang on a second, we can't have mm. this type of uncertainty. No, about the the vision. No. Clearly not. The basketball's not dead. People no, say they lose a couple of tests. Oh, it's throw not. it out. It's useless. No. Nah. Well, their record's pretty good. No one wins in India anyway. No. Nah. No. Nah, no. Nah. But the, the only problem is that there's – well, not a problem because – but they had a golden opportunity Size with this sort of diminished Indian yeah, line. Yeah, no Yeah, to, to actually land no a blow, having yep. won an early test too. Yeah. So it uh, looks like that opportunity's uh, gone, our, uh, dead and dusted now. So um, – we're going to get to your footy question. We might mm. have to do it after the first one. Right, I will do that at six minutes to five. They were the last team the Giants played. How important is it to kind of get the season going off the right way? Oh, I think it's really important. I mean, we hate Collingwood almost as much as we hate the Swans. So, you know, they're the perfect opponent for us in the opening round. We think the game will sell out. Um, and, and we just want to see a packed Giants stadium and, and get, a, get away with four points. So... Yeah, it's a perfect start for us. We think he should be um, he should be on the puck. I hate Collingwood. Uh, he's magnificent. This I like it. Dave Matthews, the CEO of GWS, he's got a touch of Barnum and Bailey about him these days. He's one of the great spruikers that mm. the AFL's got, uh, and doing a wonderful job. Will up they here. get a sellout for that game? Do you think? What? Where's it at? At Giant Stadium, opening round. Uh, they should. Mm. Hope they do. They should. They haven't had many. 
No. Have they had any? Probably the prelim final against the Dogs. That was the only one. I don't one. think it was a sellout, was it? No, uh, it was pretty packed that night. But was it a sellout? Uh, <laughs> I don't know the answer, mm. but it was full okay. stadium. How can you remember whether that was a <laughs> no, sellout or not? No, but it wasn't. A, it was, Can't even remember your great. daughter's surname. Oh, I can so. Bass over there. Any news yet, by the way? Uh, no, nothing. No, okay. Oh, right just, yeah. yeah. Right mm. Mm. Hey, uh, footy question for the day. Oh, oh, just yeah. A bit of uh, cricket update too. Uh, good news with the New Zealand Test Series around the corner. Cam Green's just made a century for good WA. Boy. Cam nice. Bancroft's made another century uh, for WA as well. Footy question today, thanks to the spirit of Tasmania. Unwind as you wander and set sail with the spirit of Tassie from just $69. Conditions applied. Uh, hey, can I just question. mention I was down in Tasmania oh, yeah. for the call <laughs> the of the game with the Jack Jumpers. It was spectacular. The way in which that entire city has got behind the jack jumpers is is fantastic. And we call the games, a lot of the games from the studio, but we had the opportunity, Liam, Santa Maria, myself, and Jackie Heverin went down there and called it from the game. Mm. Uh, it, it, it is the engagement that they have from the fans mm. is spectacular. They, they, Can they win it? They go a little OTT with the music, Annie. I will say that. Well, have a word to win it. Just pull it back. No, well, they've, they've sold out to the... I mean, that that's t- saying that if the, the stadium gets built and you can get that twenty to 30,000 in there, they, they think that they've no problems. Selling but, it out. For basketball. Basketball? Yes, no problems. 30,000 a game for basketball. Honestly, there's like a waiting list to become a member a mile long. It is... The joint holds about Come five. Come on. You don't. Rod. Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> I'm only going on what the locals are telling me. Yeah, they're dreaming, mate. No, they're not. No, 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 you don't no, understand. No, no. You haven't been down there, Andy. You haven't seen the way the, the I, this club has I'm, engaged with the it. community. I'm you the, haven't seen it, Andy. Listen, don't you start. I was on the Jack Jumpers from day one. Well, you see, it sounds when like you're when jumping When my man Simon Brookhouse was there pulling the whole thing Not there anymore. I, I know. But I was there from day one, and you you were, have been nothing but a sceptic. You're, that is a bold face lie. You say you're not a very good team. That is a lie. Playoffs. Who do you like scrubs. in the NBL? You are a straight out liar. They got scrubs everywhere. They don't like anyone in the NBL. You don't team. like the Phoenix. You don't like the Jack Jumpers. Oh yeah. What have you? Well, that is ridiculous. Actually, by after you what too. the Phoenix dished up this weekend, have you got anything you want to pass on to Nick Kyrgios? No, not at anything all. Anything you'd like to say to Nick Kyrgios? Well, it was a pox. They lost by 55, the highest ever losing margin in the 40-minute Well, for era. those who don't know. But in Nick, fairness, half their team's out. Well, I mean, for those give, who don't know, Nick Kyrgios went to his social media platforms and he's got a vast audience, and rightfully so, because <laughs> by Jiminy, is he entertaining in social media platforms? Uh, and was here, and uh, Melbourne Phoenix, you were behind the microphone for one of their games. Christmas Day game. And he was most uh, un, uh, unfriendly about... Mm. Your commentary position that you'd taken regarding no, what are you the saying? Phoenix, and yeah, they had some choice words get for it you. Right, Andy. and I swear him for that. Lie, okay. but well, what happened? No, what he what he did? He said you're biased. He thought because of the act, because my jersey and copes and uh, they've retired our numbers. That's with the Melbourne Tigers, and because they're there with United, he he was figured that yeah, everything I do is shot. to try and to pump up United. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I think I'm very fair and impartial. I'm not asking whether you agree with Nick's assessment. All I was doing was reporting for those who didn't know what Nick Kyrgios said about you as a commentator. Wasn't that a Jack I'd, Jumpers game, though, on Christmas yeah, Day? I don't agree no, with no, him. Oh, is it ja- Jack not, Jumpers for playing... Phoenix. So, but you're not biased towards... Oh, you're biased because you love United. Is that his... That, he, that's yeah, what he's, he's saying. Not oh, as, that's yeah. rubbish, Nick. And, and can I <laughs> just say, you. I don't agree with I him. I don't agree either. Just for the public record, you're getting very mm. angry with me for some reason, where it was... Because Nick Kyrgios, who had the words to say about you, so and do you, you just not me, stuff. 
But I wonder whether you might just have something to say to Nick now that they've been knocked over by 55. I, 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 listen, I've learnt that unless you've got something positive to say about someone, then you're better off not saying it. Okay. Oh, you donkeys! <laughs> Things that people no, say off here, he would be, will not repair on. No, he daughter. would be perfectly Leave it in the production room. <laughs> That's that right. things haven't gone well. But there is a would. 100% clear explanation. Mate, if you don't have half your team, course, this mate. league You shouldn't be so losing tight. by 55 points. Well, it's the last game of the season. <laughs> Come and on. It's, it's excessive. I'll, I'll grant you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grant you that. But, but it's just... They beat the Wildcats a few weeks ago without a half a team out. No, it was Sydney Kings. Oh, sorry, beat. the Sydney Kings. Yeah. They beat the Sydney Kings. Uh, well, they did, but, but that was... Just one of those games where things <laughs> went you. right for him. Anyway, mm. you've prepared, you're, not pre- you're prepared to take on uh, the NBA, uh, but you're not prepared to take on mm. Nick Kyrgios. That says a bit, yeah. I reckon. What are you talking about? Well, you just, you've just eviscerated the NBA this morning, uh, this earlier they on the show. They eviscerated themselves. Well, that's right. And there's no doubt Adam Silver, and we put the call in mm. to see whether the, uh, the CEO of the NBA will come on the show to respond to your mm. comments. Uh, but there's no question that will be reverberating <laughs> around the offices of the mm. NBA right now. And when they wake up in the morning, uh, they'll, there'll be all sorts of crisis meetings held. Mm. If we don't get ben, him, who do you reckon will get him? Ben, Adam Silver. Uh, uh, yeah, good question. Jared. Ben Fordham. Oh, no. oh blimey. No. <laughs> hey, turn it up, Gazy. Revenge is a dish best served cold. I love the Jackies and have been lucky enough to see a few games. There is no way no we would fill a 20 to 30,000 seat stadium. Thank you. Well, that is I'm not saying. true, Bear. Well, Bear well, might Bear know. Well, I'm just talking he lives about. lives in Tassie. Well, I'm talking about the administration that deals with the demand. Now, they might be might have been referring to a playoff game. Yeah, well, that's that right. Yeah, they might get one in for that. 20 or 30. But not for a rank and file home and away game. No, nah, that's probably can true. Can they win it? Yes, they can. Mm. Right now, of of the top four teams, they are probably playing the best basketball of anyone. Oh, nice to hear. Mm. No, they are. I said it's nice to hear. Well, I never know with you because you've won, you just lie or you just got <laughs> tongue hey, By the way, speaking of all of that, somebody came up with, and I'm all for the gays, yes. Trump. So just in case you weren't joining mm. us, uh, earlier, D- Donald Trump's got into the sneaker game, which is Gazy's territory, mm-hmm. and we think that a collaboration between the two would be outstanding for both. Uh, get into the sneaker game, share profits right down the middle, fitty fitty. And somebody came up with a fantastic name they for the uh, for the uh, collaboration. The Gaze Gazumps. 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 Very good. I like it. That's the best good so name. Far. Paul yeah. in Maribyrnong. Well done, Paul. Sent that through. Well, Paulie should get a clip. Uh, like a, a prize, yeah, no, 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 no. Or well, a prize, or, mm. or if the shoes do come about, that you and Donald get together right. and start to produce a sneaker. Maybe Paul, uh, maybe yeah, Paul should be it. given a little one uh, uh, percent well, of all profits. First in best dressed. I'll Thank just you. go and register and see how we go. <laughs> okay. Now, what are you? Got? Uh, footy question. Yeah. Well, before I ask the question, I'm going to ask you another question. All right. uh, when was the last time do you think a player, and including finals, kicked ninety goals in an AFL season? Uh, Buddy. Go back a long way, buddy. Hold on. 2008 when Buddy mm. topped the ton. It's the last time a player's kicked 90 plus. Is that a fact? That's right. So Charlie Curnow kicked 81 last year, including his uh, three finals. But uh, no one's really got close to that. So the question is, given there is this obsession now with attacking footy, mm. you listen to King, who's been going around looking at all the clubs. It's all forward, fast, fast footy. Can we get a 90 goals this year, it, including it, finals? Including finals. Mm. Can we get it? Uh, well, let's hope so. Mm. Let's hope so. The numbers would suggest it's unlikely, but mm. you're right. The, the style of play and the way that uh, they're attacking, but it's more transitional attacking than just the big forward yep. attacking. Yeah. 
if that makes sense. Oh, it does. No, make well, and the small forwards are cashing in, kicking mm. a lot of goals. They're not going to kick Who's going to win the Coleman this year? Oh, I'm just wild about <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Who's winning the Coleman this year? Uh, that is a very I'm good I'm very question. bullish on Nick Larkey to win the Coleman you this year. You are bullish on Nick Larkey. I'm very bullish. Mm. Improved midfield. A uh, bit of a bit more dash off halfback can sort of get some fast ball going his way. Yeah, and all Australian last year. Uh, oh, I'm I'm very bullish on Nick Larkey. You yeah. don't know whether he can get to ninety because I'm not sure they're going to be playing too many finals. Can but, Tex do it again? Uh, like a seventy plus season. Well, well, it should be getting more difficult for him, but he's ageless. Mm. Mm. He's ageless. Mm. Well, it's not true because he actually does have an age. But no, well, that's a fact. In yeah. the pejorative sense, and yes. I, again, I don't know whether I've, I don't know nice. whether I've used that word correctly for about the fourteenth time. You throwing uh, too many big words at me. Okay, <laughs> now because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't, it's just me trying to sound smarter than I actually am. Um, um, but in uh, the pejorative sense, yes. uh, he's ageless. He does. He has been. He's, he's been consistent. No, you're foggy. No, probably not. I was bullish on him last Riley. year. Riley, he's flying apparently. Yes, he looks fit. Flying, flying, clunky. But what is he? Judd. Is he, is he, no, but is he being held back because Riley O'Brien plays so much time in the ruck? Oh, I see mm. what you're asking. Uh, Could he be better as a ruck forward than a forward ruck? Are you saying he should be traded? No, I'm just with not, Riley O'Brien dominating that position. Well, I'm just saying maybe it's holding. I don't think he's him, maybe it's holding him back a little bit. No, he doesn't. Yet doesn't strike me as being a uh, fully fully formed AFL ruckman yet. Mm. Riley Thilthorpe, mm. more a pinch hitter. Big year for him. Yeah. Oh, I think Jeremy Cameron will win him. There you go. He was flying until yeah, he, he got was. injured last no, good year. Point. I think they'll be better. Ooh, better. Do you? Not saying they'll make the eight, but I think they'll win a couple more games. All right. Uh, so yeah, well, he's got to be in the mix. What mm. about you, Keith? Oh, we know he's Mitch. <laughs> of course. He's that obsessed. <laughs> he's that obsessed with another man. <laughs> I've never seen him. Unless man Courtney crush. gives birth to a baby boy, Mitch Lewis will be your obsession Mitch for two, right that, your male obsession for 2024. Hey, we, saw, we saw glimpses of it last <laughs> season, Annie. We saw glimpses of him. He had some injury issues as well. He's a very well, good player. Yeah, but he fixed up. You've already he fixed up Lloyd Meek I and Fergus do, Green I hope he last do year. Lloyd Meek. Oh, you'll be fixing up Mitch Lewis if you saddle him up with too many expectations. No, well, he he's ready to handle those expectations. There's no doubt about that. He's in ripping sh- form. He's tidied up the hair a little bit. He's just his hair was already wonderful. Mm, no, no, hair. but it's it's actually um it's it's more. Conservative. I'll be sure. We had a cap on, but from what I could tell, it was just <laughs> settled down. Spectacular. on creepy right now. The <laughs> forensic study you put into me. I've never seen anything like it. No, no, I was there. I saw. Oh mate. I saw your. See, the Hawks are going to be exciting. <laughs> hey, after it. Mitch Bayer, I want to talk about oh, top we, ten players. We still haven't got to your question. Yeah, can a player kick ninety goals? Oh, was that is the question. I want to talk about. I thought he said he had a question. The boys at sen.com.au, they're getting all our on-air people to come up with their top 10 players and then they're going to collaborate who gets the most votes and come up with the top 10. It's not, it's very hard to do. Well, it is very difficult to do. And you two have come up with your list and they're very different. Well, that just shows how difficult it is. We we had about five or six common selections. Yeah, there's a few that, there's locks that everyone will have. And then we'll do that after, well, as you, as you forecast, why don't we do that after Mitchie? Didn't I just say that? I did think you did, but we've mm. got Mitchie. No, he's not there yet. So why don't mm. we start doing oh, it? Give us your, well, give us your locks. Who are the first three you just went? Easy. Bang. Nick Dacos. Tick. Correct. Bontempel. Correct. 
Lockie mm. Neal, tick. Lockie Neal. Toby and... Green, tick. Yeah, I think t- those three. I had Charlie Curnow in there as well. Oh, I... I didn't have Charles. I didn't have the Prince in my top ten. Well, yeah. you can't ignore the data, Andy, when well, it comes to okay, well, How can you have the reigning two-time Coleman medalist not Correct. in the top ten oh, players? Thank you. No, no, thank I love you, him. Well, yeah. but I think if, you ever, if everybody starts fit and plays to their best – yeah, I think the bloke who is the best player at Carlton is the bloke who's won about five best and mm. fairest. Patrick Cripps. Correct. Well, not Patrick. Well, I mean, how can you, no, how can you argue the data? I'm going to put it's it one to of you. Brownline if Carlton for could sake. have four. First couple of years. Well, I'm saying if he's at his best. If you do a list of the top 50, for example, mm. I think Carlton would have four players between 11 and 20 can on everyone that just, list. Can everyone just note? Doc, yet a- doc, doc, doc. Can just <laughs> note, doc. Can everyone just note yet again that it is not me I bringing know. this up? No, why would anyone think oh, that? You know, they're going, oh, there he goes. I again. think Weedering. Uh, talking about Carlton, turn off. Weedering Walsh, <laughs> Weedering Walsh, Kerno, and Cripps could all be between 11 and 20 in the best uh, players Kurnow in the top 10. If he, just, well, he, if he misses, be. he's mm. just out. Oh, Thank of course you. He no, he's in. He's definitely in. What? Petrarca's Kurnow. definitely in. In the top 10? Petrarca's definitely in. Yeah, I've got him. I've got him. No, not in. No, we're not there early. No, not yet. Not quite. No, no, no. Let's do that. Wait on. Look, let's not talk over the top of one another. Why? Why? We do every day. So SEN's collective, our top 10, is that how we're doing it? Yeah, well, I think so. That's just an interesting exercise, and uh, very. you've got two very different lists. I think I've got three players that I, I don't think anyone else have in, have in the list. And Go on. I'll bring them in, and I wonder whether anybody else thinks that these blokes are in the top ten players in the world. Well, you just, you, you just sometimes, <laughs> you're just trying to be too cute and just be a little bit different. Tom Stewart, Zach, Zach Merritt, and Jack Sinclair. I've got them uh, in my top ten players. Yeah. So I think some would have them in, but not many. Tom Stewart. Tom Stewart's, what, five of the last six All-Australian yeah, teams? Yeah, he's a freak. Merritt, uh, what, how many BNFs at four? S- four now? And Sinclair the last two yeah, or last three two years. Yeah, last two best and fairest, All-Australian. Yeah, and, and doing things that have stamped him alongside the very best players in the competition. So oh, I think we get a bit uh, seduced by, you know, the flashy newcomers and uh, we all jump in, you know, the conga line. Well, maybe you just take him for granted. Who? Maybe you just take the, the excellence of those players. Who? That you, well, the, the ones that you're I'm talking not, about. I'm not taking them for granted. I'm no, putting them in the ones. top ten. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're some of those Ah, the Errol Gordons of the world. I love Errol. What about but, James Sicily? Well, I, got I, I would have had... I got Sis in. Well, okay. Who, well, I think you go to David the marketplace. David King, agree with me? I don't know whether you can have... You can probably have them both in if you want, but it came down to Stuart or Sicily. But they're me. not playing a game. Oh, I, you can have no. two of the same players Correct. if they're outstanding. I know you can, because there's more than one midfielder in my group. That's right. But I've got too many good midfielders in my group. Mm. So someone has to pay the price. Where's the best Ruckman of the last six or seven Well, years? he's in the next ten. And there's some dispute, you could argue. I know some believe that there's panels between Max and the next best Ruckman in the comp, and we all love we all love. Who is the next best? Well, I think, Tim, yeah. Tim, I think English. Tim English is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. breathing right down his neck now. But that's just me. Mm. Well, who have you got? Did you do yours? I haven't or? done mine yet. I'm well, going to do it tonight. But I'll tell you who I'd ha- I'm seriously considering putting in. Go on. Is the fullback from the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Well, he's a very fine player. Sam Taylor is the best defender in the competition. Uh, the best. Yeah, he's very good. So, so I'm going to find it hard to leave him out. No, well, this best is again. defender in the whole competition. Oh, yes, he is. He's very good. The bloke from St. Kilda. Goals there's some grotesquely underrated players in the comp. And the, fear, the mere fact that you say that categorically, and you've already mentioned Jacob Oitering in dispatches, mm. and haven't mentioned Cal Wilkie yet. Who, top 10? No, I'm not saying he's in the top 10, but you're saying the best defender in the yeah. league. 
Well, that's a different story. No, that's right. Because mm. you don't have to have either of them, any of those blokes in the top ten. The goey? Well, I, I no, like sort of had him around the edges. He's, he's around the edges. He's in, very he's in, impactful. He's in the top twenty. You can mm. have him. You can have him in the mix for sure. Would anybody not have Toby Green in the best no, ten players in the comp now? You could not. Not. You have to have him in nowadays, don't you? Yeah. Dacos, Bontempelli, and Green have to be in. Why, the first three why players. isn't Lockie Neal ha- have to be in? Well, I don't think he's quite as good as those two. No, but surely he he's wasn't in the All Australian team. Well, actually. that doesn't matter. Well, Brownlow, not a bad judgment though. The well, All Australian team. How many years? He, how many times has he been in the All Australian? Several. Team? That's right. And how many Brownlows <laughs> has he won? Two. Thank you. So he goes like, if you want to have things in his uh, trophy cabinet, mm. he's got a few of those. Would suggest that he's. Uh, warrants being in in the top ten players. What about Jeremy top? Cameron? No, he well, he's, Gazy's got him. Yeah, no, he's a wonderful player. Mm. This time, twelve months ago, was he in the top ten players in competition? Well, I'm just hypothetically. Yeah, well, was Tom Stewart possibly? See, we all get seduced by the flashy goal kickers sometimes, mm. and we the blokes, the scrubs down the other end, Pretty doing all the hard work. Well, okay, so we don't have defenders in the top. <laughs> Damien Martin was in here before. No, but you're talking about yeah, the correct. top 10. You're just talking about the top 10 players, Andy. We're not, if oh, you I said, know. I want an even distribution, <laughs> that wasn't the quiz. No, it's not the quiz. <laughs> that Calm was down. not the quiz. Don't get angry. I'm Can just I... saying, you, you're throwing in variables that was not part well, of the criteria. We'll come up with our collective top 10 tomorrow. We'll Between the three of us. Yeah. Right, let's you know, do that. criminally underrated. Not a top 10 Go player, on. but watching him yesterday, not off the back of yesterday. Jack Viney is criminally yeah, he, he is. He's a super player. No, he's a super competitor. You just made he's the no list. I'm not sure he's top 10. No, no I'm he's saying not he's in the top 10. 10. No, no, he's, he's talking not. about underrated players. There's a bloke who did play in that game yesterday who some people yes. would have in their top 10, and I would find it hard to argue Shea Bolton out of a top 10. Oh, he's a very good player. He is a magnificent footballer. Yeah, he's and he's top five players to watch. Dustin Martin not in the top 10 anymore? Not anymore. Mm. I don't think. No, I'd, I'd go along with that. Mm. We'll have the drip tray tomorrow. We'll just kick that around. Gonna go bonkers. Jared Healy is back. Sports Day up next.